0: A friend of mine wrote about baptismal gifts, and his, his thought was instead of giving sweet and dainty things like porcelain crosses and tiny little jewelry, that we should give every person being baptized a pair of work boots as a symbol of the fact that this is a suffering and broken world. And none of us will go through this life without suffering, walking in the muck and the mire of what it means to be human and what it means to suffer suffer or be in pain, things that happen to us that we cannot explain. And so today, Sharon read just a portion of the story of Job from the Old Testament. We don't know exactly when it was written, but it is thought that it could have been written after the Israelites were taken from their known life, their homeland in Jerusalem, and exiled, taken away to Babylonia after their beloved city and their beloved temple was captured and destroyed. This book was written to ask deep questions about suffering and to talk about the sufferer. Why do we suffer? Where is God? Often then, and I would still say now, it's thought that suffering is caused by something that we do on our own. Now, Job was a righteous man, And through a series of conversations with God and with the Satan, who actually was a member of God's royal court, probably more of an adversary, but still in God's close circle, there is a challenge to see if this righteous Job will curse God in suffering. So Job loses everything He loses his wealth that he's worked so diligently for. He loses his land. He loses all of his children. And somehow the people around him think he must have done something to deserve such suffering. So now, in this portion of the story, he's covered in open sores, sitting in ash. Three of his friends come. Now, they are not always so helpful in the entirety of this book. But in this chapter, they do something profound. They come and sit in silence with their friend. They notice Job's anguish, and they sit with him in it. Now, I had um, just a privilege of officiating a Lutheran Jewish wedding this summer, and the rabbi who I officiated the wedding with, I have gotten to know, and so I reached out to Rabbi Haley, and I asked her to tell me more about the Jewish tradition of Shiva. Shiva is the Hebrew word for seven, and it actually comes from the seven days that Jacob mourned for his son Joseph when he was killed, or supposedly killed. Pastor John talked about that story last week. And the number seven also has significance in the Jewish faith for the cycle of creation, the completion that happens within seven days. And Rabbi Haley went to share with me that after a spouse, a child, a sibling, or a parent or someone else in a significant relationship dies, people come to those who are grieving for seven days. They just come to be present in the suffering. Haley shared with me that often when you enter a home in Shiva, that the cushions on the furniture are overturned to represent the overturning, the uncomfortable sense of where that family is at. And the friends and the family who come often sit on boxes. They get down from their high place, and they sit low and close, to be present, not with perfect words, not to fix, what is ailing them, but to be present and to honor and to care for the person or their family. Rabbi Haley shared the story of sitting Shiva when her grandmother passed away unexpectedly when she was 16. A cousin came along with her new boyfriend. They came to be present, and they simply brought a blueberry pie. She said she will never forget the simple yet profound gift, sitting with them in their suffering, offering their presents in a pie. The ordinary became sacred. Now, we all know this, it's never comfortable. What do we say? I can't go up to that person, I don't know what to say because there's pressure to fix the situation and in some way to provide comfort. And we try to do that and what happens? We say things that are not helpful. We offer platitudes because we want to find a reason for suffering. It's difficult to understand why bad things happen to good people and we just want to know why. There are no perfect words to lessen the pain of suffering. And it's difficult to understand the pain of another unless we come and sit low with them. Now, we live in a culture that tells us to sit high and to be mighty. We have enclosed offices with great views. We work hard to get to places of importance. And just think about technology now. We live in a virtual world where really we never have to be present. But I think this season of Advent is here to teach us something. To teach us to create space and to honor suffering, to teach us to sit low in this world, to get out of the high places where we isolate ourselves and come close, especially to a suffering world. And during this season, and I would say our whole life, we wait with hope for a time where pain and suffering will be no more. But we also wait in a time where we wear work boots because we walk within the pain of this world. But it's within that pain that we are called to speak and notice God's presence among us. If you listen closely to the songs of Advent, they are about Times of mourning and lament, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel who mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Think about the incarnation, God choosing to sit low with creation to come so close and near. And how does he do that? He enters the flesh of a peasant girl. He is born a baby in the middle of nowhere and comes and shares this message with shepherds, lowly, no status in this world. And what do they do? They come close and low to see what God is about. And then there's the wise men with their wealth who come off their camels to honor and sit low with this supposed king. And then think about Jesus' life. Jesus' ministry was all about coming and sitting low noticing the oppressed, noticing the poor and the sick, sitting with them in the awkward and the uncomfortable in the midst of their suffering and telling them, I am, God is here in the midst of your suffering. That is where you will find God, and that's where he will show up with healing with a new beginning, redeeming this world. Ultimately, the cross is a place of nowhere, the lowest you can possibly get, death itself. That's where resurrection starts, right there. And so, we have a call in this season of Advent. And it is to create space to suffer. It's our confession to God. It's our honoring of God. Just like in the book of Job, ultimately God will speak to Job through the suffering. And Job will speak to God about suffering. And it's the naming of the pain where we can begin to be open to a hope of something different, and of all the things that this faith community is known for, I hope we will be a community that will create space to lament, to suffer, to come to church wearing our work boots that are covered in the muck and mire of what we are dealing with, and that we can be a church that gathers around a suffering world And sits low and close. No words are needed. But it comes with the trust that that is indeed where we will find God always. Amen.